Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Wednesday. Uh, we bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're here today to uh, go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer as we finish out our uh, final uh, part of part three, uh, as we talk about this, taking the spiritual inventory that we need to take. And the way we do it is by examining uh, yourself. And that's how we're going to look at our inventory, our spiritual inventory on today. And so we want to start out by acknowledging God, giving honor and praise to God, who is uh, the author and the finisher of our faith. And we want to honor him uh, as we honor our leaders, our pastors and our senior bishops. Uh, my pastor in particular, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church and to Lady Paulette and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newson, and to all of you uh, that's on the uh, social media and the cyberspace today, we thank and praise God for you and all of our viewers and subscribers uh, at this present time. So we thank God for all of you. Uh, we hope that you would find uh, uh, some uh, consolation and also affirmation and confirmation on this final subject of the year as we talk about taking spiritual inventory and our, our subtopic is going to be examining yourself. And so we want to go before the Lord and then we're going to talk about the praise report and also uh, go into our particular study today. And so first off, we want to acknowledge uh, those that are in need of prayer. Uh, we know we live in a, a world that's changing every day. And so we want to pray for the family, especially those that are suffering loss uh, just due to tragedy. I heard on the news yesterday, and this is just a, a touching on some of the sequence of events that in Los Angeles, there was somebody uh, swinging some type of chain uh, or lock and he was injuring people. And it's so tragic because I believe the law enforcement, however you want to look at it, was trying to protect civilians and those that were in harm's way but end up doing more harm than good. And so we too spiritually can find ourselves doing more harm than good. You know, if we don't use discernment and uh, also allow God to direct us, no matter how much training or how long you've been uh, in the field of whatever you're in, you still need to use discretion and discernment. And so, uh, our prayers is not uh, only for those families that suffer loss, but also for the officers. It's a tragic, it's a tragic thing. You know, uh, you know, it's easy for us to judge and say, hey, you know, he should have, could have, would have, you know, um, you know, Monday morning. Uh, well, Monday morning quarterbacking is always good after something has happened. But uh, those officers, they had to make a split decision. And uh, yeah, they have their training, but sometimes. You know, we're prone to human error. And so we're going to be praying for all that's involved in that. Uh, let us pray for the families that are affected with COVID. Uh, let us pray for our sick that's among us. Pray for all of our leadership. Uh, let us pray that souls will be saved, uh, that souls will be touched and ministered to even on this broadcast and 
other broadcasts that uh, our dear friends and fellow uh, brethren and uh, uh, sisters and uh, evangelistic team uh, in the ministry uh, will continue to go forward and share the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ that others may be saved, that others may find uh, uh, salvation uh, through Christ Jesus. And so uh, there you have it. We want to go before his throne and acknowledge God that he may direct us uh, at this particular time in prayer. And so we will not be on on Friday uh, just due to the fact that we are going to be into a uh, watch service. So uh, our church is having watch service for those of you that didn't know. And so um, I will not be broadcasting on Friday due to the fact that we will be in watch service. But however, our goal and our aim today is to get it all in uh, to finish this topic today. And so let us go before his throne as we pray for the precious hearts and minds and souls. And even those that are yet viewing the broadcast, they may uh, be spiritually enlightened and also uh, touched and revived. Okay. Let us pray. Precious father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you once again, Lord, for your blessing today. We thank you, Lord God, for being a prayer answering God. And father, as we acknowledge you today, oh God, in this way, we ask, oh God, you would direct us through the word of the Lord, that we would speak life. We would speak words that would edify and oh God, that would strengthen and encourage your people and help us, oh God, not to speak smooth things that will cause people to continue, oh God, to stray from you. But, oh God, help us to speak the words which become its sound doctrine. And, oh God, that it may turn the hearts of men toward you. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise. Oh God, look on those families, oh God, that have lost their loved ones through the tragedy in Los Angeles and Wisconsin and various places of our country. We pray for those families now, even those that have lost individuals due to COVID. We pray, God, that your blood will cover. Lord, that you would encourage, you would strengthen the frontliners and those that are caring for our loved ones. We pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, even now that you, oh God, would intercede on our behalf. Oh God, for we know not what your people have need of, but you know all things, Heavenly Father. This we pray in the name of Jesus, that you would touch in a special way. Look on, oh God, our presiding bishop and our assistant presiding bishop and their wives, and also our senior bishop, Bishop Floyd Scott, and oh God, all of the saints of the National Pentecostal Power Churches. Look on the National Brotherhood. Look on our local brotherhood. Look on, oh God, our local church, or our local churches, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. Look on District Elder Johnson and the New Mount Olive family. Look on, oh God, District Elder Turner. And Lady Turner and, oh, God, the True Holiness family and all of those. Bishop Prather, oh, God, Sister Tamita and, oh, God, all of those. Oh, God, Bishop Tompkins, oh, God, Evangelist Tompkins and all the saints, oh, God, that you're yet covering now. We pray, God, for your hand of healing and protection. In the name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. And we thank you for raising up those, God, that we yet prayed for. Oh, God, that have been discharged from the hospital. We want to thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for just being the God that you are. And Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise. These are another blessing we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. And so here we are today on the Faith in God Internet TV. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. We want to get right into it today as we talk about examining yourself and taking spiritual inventory. And so let us get into it today. 
as we talk about it. Uh, we're going to go back to one of our uh, scriptures uh, for review. We're going to go to Psalm 17 and verse number three. We're going to go back to Psalm 17 and three and it reads for your hearing. Thou hast proved mine heart. And he says, thou has visited me in the night. He said, thou hast proved mine heart and thou has visited me in the night. And this is a very good scripture because I thank and praise God. Um, this was a time that uh, David was going through something and uh, he needed uh, uh, validation from God. Hmm? And too many times we seek validation from uh, other people and places and things, but he was seeking the validation of God because he needed God to search him. And so do we today. We need God to search us. And so we're going to talk about some things. We're going to go through a list of things today as we talk about David freely acknowledge his own sins. These, this is what, what we should do as believers. This is what we must do. We must acknowledge our sins and our mistakes uh, before God. Uh, you know, uh, we definitely don't uh, give our, uh, uh, our situation to uh, the enemy and to those that desire to harm us. So we definitely not display our weaknesses and our problems to those individuals, but we should make our appeal unto the Lord. Praise God. Hmm? And we do have friends and loved ones that do love us and that are close to us that we can share and confide in and be have a confidant. But I'm saying mainly we don't want to put our business on mainstream when we need help from God. You know, uh, main thing we want to do is make our appeal to God for the help that we need. All right. And so let us take a look here. Uh, David was concerned about his relationship. Hmm? Uh, and he wanted to remain close to God and stay in constant, constant I'm saying he wanted to stay in constant uh, repentance. Huh? And he wanted to stay in constant forgiveness. Hmm? Uh, so he could continually seek after God. These are the things that we must do. We must stay in constant repentance. We must stay in constant uh, forgiveness for others that we may pursue and seek the face of God. Have you done those things? Hmm? And let's take inventory. When we take inventory, we got to ask ourselves, do we have love on our, do we still have love now that we've came down to the final few days of this year, we must ask, do we have love for our enemy? Hmm? Do we have love for those that have wronged us and have hurt us? Hmm? We got to check. We got to check off those boxes because if we can't check those boxes off, we still got work to do. Praise God. Hmm? I'm just letting you know, I'm not here to point out no faults and no flaws. We just here to help us all today. Uh, take a look at the inventory that that has been acquired throughout this year. Hmm? Last year inventory, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's another thing. You may have inventory from last year, hmm? but we need to make sure that we are right with God. Praise God. Hmm? And with our neighbor and our brothers and sisters. And so we cannot be right with God if we fail to repent. If we fail to confess our faults one to another, that we may be healed. Hmm? You might've went through some church hurt. You may just recently been through some hurt this week. I'm going to let you know that we must process all of these things, but we must remain 
dedicated and focused on God. Hmm? Paul said, I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. Praise God. And so we're here today to take a look at these inventories. And David said, thou hast proved my heart. When God proves the heart, oh, he didn't search it and he didn't fix that heart. Oh, so it's, oh, so it's like him. Praise God. Hmm? And don't we want to be like Jesus? Praise God. We want to be more like Christ. Praise God. I don't want to be, oh, Lord, I don't want to be pretending and, and be full of ugliness down on the inside. I don't want to uh, look good and look white and clean on the outside. As Jesus has forestated, be like a sepulcher full of dead man bones. We don't want to be like that over here on the Lord's side. Praise God. And so I'm encouraging you today, my friend, to take a look at the inventory and uh, you do the examination and you process it. And when you go to your watch service, when you go into the new year, you want to make sure that you process all these things. Oh, Lord, and just not throwing them to the side because we can easily just throw things to the side and look over it and try to sweep it under the rug. But all oh, glory be to God. We can't sweep things over under the rug over here on the Lord's side because the Lord going to pull it out from under the rug and say, clean the house. Praise God. And so we must make sure that our garments is clean and that we're unspotted from the world and that we may keep a heart of repentance that when God come back for the church, that he may come back for a church without spot, wrinkle or blemish or any such thing. Praise God. And that's what our aim is. When we take this inventory, we're not taking inventory to say we're better than anybody or we less than anybody, but we want to make sure that our anchor grips that solid rock because that rock is Jesus. We want to make sure hmm, that we have made our oh, glory be to God every attempt in our life to get things right before the rapture take place. Praise God. And so that's what our aim is. And that's what should be focused on serving and pleasing God hmm? that he might be pleased with our lives. And so we're going to go on. We read Psalm 17 and three. We're going to speed through here. Now we're going to go to uh, uh, Job uh, 13 and 23. So turn with me to Job uh, 13 and 23. And so that's what we want to do. We want to go to uh, Job uh, 13 and 23. So that's where we want you to go. All right, let's go to Job uh, 13 and 23. And it reads, how many are mine iniquities and sins? He said, make me to know my transgression and my sin. Hmm? I will brought this scripture on purpose because sometimes we don't know it's there. Hmm? Sometimes we don't know it's there because we carry, you know, we, we go on, you know, we endure things, we endure hardness as good soldiers and things have hurt us. And we don't realize how bad it has hurt us hmm? until we begin to be confronted with these issues and reprocess these things. Uh, when the, when the tests come and when that situation uh, come back up again, you're going to know if you uh, really have uh, been delivered hmm? and gotten victory over that situation. So it's very important hmm? that you, uh, he asks here, how many are mine iniquities and sins? Hmm? You know, iniquity, you know, uh, can be things that we uh, suppress. Hmm? It can be, uh, you know, things, you know, oh Lord, it can be sins hmm? that we don't outwardly, uh, 
you know, act, uh, act out or, or, or carry out, but it, you know, it could be on the inside of us. It can be ill will on the inside of us for individuals that nobody else knows about. And God knows about that iniquity that's on the inside, huh? that hatred, uh, that deep seated dislike hmm? or that jealousy. You know, sometimes people don't make they jealousy known. Praise God. Some, oh Lord, let me get out of here. I feel something happening here. Glory to God. Mm, I feel something happening on the inside. Sometimes oh, the, uh, we feel that, oh God, that jealousy down on the inside. Hmm? Some people hold jealousy for years. And the Bible said jealousy is crueler than the grave. Now, oh Lord, oh, why would you be jealous of anybody when we serve the same God? Praise God. I got to get out of here. You take the inventory. Hmm? But this is what Job had to do. Job had to ask this question. And he said, make me to know my transgression and my sin. Hmm? So, so why would he say that? You know, why would Job say, make me to know? Hmm? Shouldn't we know what we have done wrong? Shouldn't, we? I, you know, I'm, I'm bringing this, uh, you know, as oxymoron. Shouldn't we know if we have done something wrong to anybody? We should know, right? Don't necessarily mean that we know all the time. Hmm? Sometimes we have committed things and done things wrong and has not necessarily. Hmm? We just looked over it. Hmm? We stepped on that person's foot and just walked on off. Hmm? We didn't think nothing about it. Because hmm? it wasn't our foot. Hmm? Take inventory. Have you spoke harsh words? and hurt people and just walked on off and told them to get over it in 2021, you take the inventory. Hmm? We almost do it. You know, we can easily tell other people to suck it up, but can you suck it up when it's on your plate? Hmm? Here's the thing. He says here in Job, uh, he says here in uh, Job uh, 13 and 20, he said, only do not two things unto me, then I will not hide myself from thee. How can we hide from God? This is, the, you know, Job kind of brings up something here. You know, <laughs> you have to read the whole 13th chapter of Job to, to get, you know, you know, oh Lord, you, I, I can't read it all. Read, read it in your study time because we just ain't going to get through it. But Job says in 13 and 8, will you accept this person? Will you contend for God? Hmm? And so, so Job asked a question here, but I want to go to a point. Uh, Job was upset. And we too, if we, if we be honest and take the inventory, Job was upset because God was silent and giving no reason for his going through. Hmm? You take the inventory, huh? Sometimes we are upset with the Lord hmm? because of some tragedy or something transpired and we didn't get the answer that would suffice us. Now you, you do the inventory. I'm just bringing it. God has just put me out here to speak the word. Now you, you deal with it. I'm, I'm trying to deal with it myself. And so, um, it, you know, he was silent. Hmm? for why he was suffering and Job misinterpreted. And we too can misinterpret God's silence as rejection. Glory. Hallelujah. 
I got to get out of here now. God has not rejected his people. Glory. And because you may go through a sickness, you may go through a storm, you may go through a trial or a test that may be devastating. Oh, glory to God. But God didn't leave. He didn't leave you hanging. Hmm? He was there all the time, strengthening you as he was taking you through it. And you may have not recognized it. Hmm? We may have not recognized it at the time, but he was there all the time. Praise God. I got to get out of here. Uh, I feel my wheels turning. I got to go now. Look at this. He says here, and I'm feeling pretty good today. Um, he says here, uh, God didn't give him no reason. I'm, I'm going to use that point. When I look at the scripture, God didn't give him a reason. And God is not going to always give you a reason why he does what he does. He's God. Hmm? He doesn't have to answer to us. Praise God. We have to answer to God. I got to get out of here. I got to go. We got to give an account to him. He doesn't give an account to us. He, oh Lord. In Romans, he said, he have mercy on whom he will have mercy. In Romans chapter nine, oh Lord. Hmm? And he have compassion on whom he will have compassion. I got to let you know. We got to continue to have faith. Hmm? Uh, uh, you know, we must continue to have faith. Let me say this. In our tests and our trials, we must continue to have faith. Check your inventory. Is your faith still on the shelf? Hmm? Is your faith full? Are you full of faith? Hmm? Are you lacking some faith in the area? Hmm? We got to check the inventory. We got to check these spiritual things. Is your cup full and running over with oil? Praise God. David said he anointed my heart, my head with oil and my cup running over. Glory be to God. And I want to let you know if you take inventory, you, you should be building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Are you praying? Oh, glory be to God. Are you praying like you should? This is the inventory we need to take. I got to let you know. I don't have no, you're going to get no car and you're going to get no house. I got the truth here today for you to let you know we got to examine ourselves as we get closer to the rapture. Hmm? We can talk about all these other good messages and, oh, you know, you can dance, huh? Yeah, you can dance in the rain. But if you don't have no faith and the inventory has been depleted of the spiritual things that you need to get through this 2022 that's coming up on us if god be gracious to us for us to see it hmm? the bible says oh lord you got to know that your labor is not in vain in the lord because if you don't have no faith you don't have no love you don't have no forgiveness for nobody and you still carrying that stuff that you've been carrying for the last oh lord the last two years hmm? since the pandemic you've been carrying this stuff hmm you are walking on dangerous ground, praise God. And I got to let you know, you need to examine it, check that inventory, and get rid of what you need to get rid of and keep the things that God said for you to keep. Glory. I got to go. Now, you do what you you do what you do need to do, but I'm just, don't shoot the messenger, praise God. Hmm? And I'm not one of them. I'm just giving you the word. And Job dealt with some things. Now, we're we going to get here. Oh, Lord. 
He says in, oh Lord, 13, 24, Job 13, 24. I got to get out of here. He says in Job 13, 24, wherefore hidest thou face and holdest me for thine enemy? Will thou break a leaf driven to and fro and will thou pursue the dry stubble? Hmm? I, I just, uh, I just look at this. Uh, if Job wouldn't have prepared himself, you know, during the times that things was going well, his fate probably wouldn't have been where it was. And he probably wouldn't have been strengthened for the attack that God uh, allowed the enemy to come and test Job. Praise God. Hmm? God gave the enemy permission, hmm? but he couldn't touch Job's life. I want to let you know, as we get ready to get out of here and you check your inventory, life is brief. Life is short. Hmm? And it's full of troubles. That's what he said in Job 14. Man that is born of a woman is of a few days and is full of trouble. Hmm? I got to let you know. Sometimes we deal with sickness, this pandemic, and we just, we just uh, reflecting. We had some great times throughout this year, but sometimes sickness have plagued us, have plagued our churches, have plagued our ministries, have plagued some of the membership hmm, that come to some of our assemblies. Hmm. Some people couldn't get out to service in these last couple of years because of whatever kind of uh, underlying condition they had. We're just taking inventory today. And some people were lonely. Hmm? Some people didn't have access to YouTube and Facebook because they didn't have internet in their homes. Uh, the church didn't provide a live stream service for them to be able to stay connected to the ministry. I'm just sharing these things with you. Hmm? Till you take the inventory. Some churches didn't have internet, didn't have the video capability to live stream so they could uh, stay, uh, uh, you know, broadcasting and keep those that could not come physically to their worship services to still uh, have an implement implementation of, uh, of, of spiritual uh, access and endowment from their services that, that, that God may continue to encourage the people. Hmm? Some people met with disappointment in 2021. Hmm? from 2020 to 2021. And some people, if, if the truth be told, some people right now is filled with disappointment. Hmm? They're going through some things right now. And we here to encourage you to let you know, to hold to God's unchanging hand. Thank you, Missionary Swining. I thank you for uh, uh, putting that uh, ex word of exhortation out there about uh, holding on to God's hand because the enemy can't pluck you out if you're in God's hand. Thank you for that, Missionary Swanigan. And all of you that have put uh, good words of exhortation out there for those that may be going through trials and tests. Look at this. Some of us face disappointment. Let me go through this here. And death. Hmm? Sometimes death has met us. Hmm? I know it has met our family. And sometimes we look at our despair and look at our situation and, uh, if we make our own assessment, we say, you know, in our, in our own self, and I'm not saying the Lord because we don't charge God foolishly, but when in our own weakness and despair, we'll say life is not fair. 
That's how Job felt. Job felt like life wasn't fair because uh, God took something from him that was dear to him. All right, let's be real about this stuff today. We're not, you know, we're going we gonna to go straight down the line. Hmm? You know, we, you know, uh, Lord, you know, lost my mom over four years ago and I'm still hurting from it. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, sometimes we play with things, you know, but I want to let you know, this is the real deal. And we must process these things that we uh, carry and deal with. Now, I want to say this. Uh, these are some of the things that Job dealt with. And uh, I want to say this. Uh, Job went through some things. But Job had hope. And so do we. I want to say to the people of God, Job had hope. And so do we. Hmm? And our hope is in Jesus. I want to let you know where the hope come from. You need to take inventory and make sure Jesus is on that list. Praise God. And he should be at the very top. Look now. Job knew that he hoped for resurrection of the dead. Hmm? You'll see it in Job 15. But we're going to go on through here. You got to take inventory. Are you hoping for the resurrection? Because hmm? if we have hope in Christ in this life only, then we're all men most miserable, praise God. Hmm? So we got to be hoping in something greater than this life. Otherwise, your hoping is in vain. Hmm? And we should build our hope on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness, praise God. I got to get out of here and let you know. You got to examine yourself according to 2 Corinthians 13 and 5, whether you be in the faith and prove your own selves and know not your own self, how that Jesus Christ uh, is in you, except you be reprobates. That's what the book said. Hmm? You got to examine if you still say, hmm? oh, Lord, I know if you ain't spoken tongue since uh, January 1 of 2021, you might want to do another check. Lord, you still down there? Hmm? I just want to let you know this, what we must do to make sure hmm, that our inventory is right. Our spiritual inventory is right. Hmm? And we can't check it without the word of God. Hmm? You can, you can, you can go down your own checklist, but if it don't line up with the word of God, you might want to recheck your inventory list. Praise God. Because righteousness is, and true holiness. The Bible says righteousness shall exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. If you in sin, if you're doing anything that God is unpleased with, you need to check that off because that ain't the right inventory, praise God. Hmm? I want to let you know. A lot of companies, they go through their inventory checklist and they want to validate uh, all the things that they have and they want to liquidate the things that they need to liquidate. And I want to let you know, we must also do a spiritual examination of ourselves to make sure that our anchor holds and grip that solid rock. That rock is Jesus. Praise God. Now we're going to get on out of here. We're going to Job 31 and four. Let's go to Job 31 and four. We're going to get on out of here now. Job 31 and four. He says, uh, do it not. He see my ways and count all my steps. Hmm. Why are you taking inventory? You got to be mindful now. You got to be mindful that God knows us. Hmm? Look at this. Look at this. We got to make sure that we 
are far away from sin. We can't see how close we get to sin. Huh? Huh? I got to get out of here. Sometimes people want to see how close they can get to things that's not right and not be tumbled over. But look, he says here, do it not he see my ways and count all my steps. Job Job understood that God sees all. When you take inventory, you got to look at it. God see everything that we done, even in the pitch black dark. He saw it. Hmm? And he knows that he could not desire anything that was ungodly. Hmm? During his time of going to, through, Job realized not only he had outward sins, but he had inward sins. And this is why we must take inventory because somebody may have not seen you, you know, uh, you know, stick your nose up in the air, but you can stick your nose up in the air without actually putting your nose up. Oh, I got to go. I know I'm going deep. I'm going deep now. I'm going in the red zone now. Hmm? I'm going into your red zone. Look, we can stick our nose up and be arrogant huh? and be full of pride without anybody, any person seeing it. But God knows. Hmm? He knows the way of the proud. Hmm? The Bible says his face is against them that do evil, but he give grace to the humble. Praise God. I want to let you know. God give grace to the humble. Hmm? I'm letting you know. He give grace to the humble. But those that, oh, Lord, he turn his face from them that do evil. Look at this. Job reviewed his good deeds. Now, I'm going to show it to you. You do it in your study time. Go to Job 29. Job did a review. Hmm? Now, take take a look at Job 30, uh, 29. I'm sorry. Now, look at it in your study time. I'm just moving on fast. Uh, Job 29 uh, displays... Uh, Job reviewed his deeds. Hmm? And you'll see in chapter 31, he lists the sins that he did not do. Hmm? He took inventory. Now, I know, I know this is a lot of studying for you, but I'm trying to make it easy for you and just write, you can just write, jot the scriptures down. In Job 31, he makes a list of the sins he didn't commit. I got to get out of here. Let me go. I, I know. I, I got to get on out of here. But I read Job 31, 4 through 6. That's where we were. But you can read it in your study time, the scripture that I stated on, on this uh, particular passage. Now we're going. Um, uh, he says uh, in Job 31 and 5, if I walk with vanity or if my foot had hasted to deceit. Hmm? Some of us. Our feet hasted to deceit. You wasn't, you wasn't the one caused the problem. Oh Lord, I know I gotta go. You wasn't the one that caused the problem in the body of Christ this year, but you, oh Lord, you didn't condemn it. Hmm? You, you saw it, you saw the wrong, but you didn't. Oh Lord, you did not speak against it. Hmm? You patted them on the back as if they was okay, and you knew that what they said was false. Hmm? That's deceit. 
And then you sit back. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I got to go. You sit back. Hmm. And act like you for the pastor when you part of the problem, not part of the solution. I got to go. I got, I got to go. You part of the problem and not part of the solution. You pretend like you love the pastor, but all the time you working against the situation. I got to go. Uh, he says, let me be weighted in an even balance. This is where, this is where I want to be. Praise God. Hmm? He says, Lord, Job says, Lord, let me be weighted in an even balance that God may know my integrity. Glory. Hallelujah. I feel like running today. Oh, glory. I want to be balanced. Praise God. Hmm? That God may know my integrity and know that you may not think I'm right, but long as God know hmm, that my heart is right. Praise God. Because sometimes we look at people sideways when they stand with God because they ain't going with the crowd. Praise God. And the crowd don't mean everything is right because you running with the crowd don't mean you right. Praise God. But when we stay with this book, we stay with the Lord, we stay with what the word of God says, somebody's wrong. The Bible is right and somebody's wrong. Praise God. I got to get out of here. Look at this. I'm going to go to Zechariah 13 and 9. Let's go. Let's go to Zechariah 13 and 9. And we're going to go to Romans chapter 8. Let's go to Zechariah. I'm getting ready to get out of here. But uh, as you can see, I got a lot in here to deal with, but I ain't going to get it all. I can... I can tell you right now, I ain't going to get everything. Zechariah, uh, we're going to get Zechariah uh, 13. Let me see if I can get that real quick. But we need to examine our inventory, and we need to make sure that inventory is right. Hmm? Let me go to Zechariah uh, real quick here. Stay with me. Go to Zechariah 13. 13 and 9, I believe. Uh, 13 and 9. Let's see. Yeah, Zechariah 13 and 9. He says, and I will bring the third part through the fire. Hmm? And we'll refine them as silver is refined. And we'll try them as gold is tried. Hmm? This is God also taking the inventory and they shall call on my name and I will hear them. And he says, I will say it is my people and they shall say the Lord is my God. Hmm? I'm going to get that now. Now take a look at this. Your works got to be made manifest. And my bishop preached years ago, who's your daddy? You got to know who your daddy is. And you can't do it without going down the inventory list. huh? And know that the goal, hmm? everything that's not pure in that goal going to come to the top. Hmm? I won't let you know. And if your heart ain't pure, hmm? you can't say, you can't call on the name of the Lord. And God ain't going to hear you if you ain't pure. Hmm? The Bible says only the pure in heart. Hmm? I want I want to let you know only the pure in heart. And so, uh, if your heart is not pure, 
That's another indication that we need to go down this inventory list and take a look and see what it is that's causing our heart not to be pure before God. Hmm? Cause we can we can uh, talk some great swelling words. Hmm? We can say some real uh, in the beatitudes. We can say some real good. We can hang some pen some good words on people. Hmm? But he says here, blessed are the pure in heart, but they shall see God. You ain't gonna see God if your heart ain't pure. Hmm? I gotta tell you. And you can do whatever kind of inventory you want to do. You some people cheat on the inventory. Hmm? I won't let you know. Some people say stuff on the shelf that ain't there. They say love is there. And uh in Revelation, he said he found them as liars. Hmm? Some said they were apostles and he found them to be liars. Hmm? We can say we belong to God, but do our works, oh Lord, do our works add up to be that we are the children of God? Hmm? Because we can talk about heaven and walk like hell. I won't let you know. And so it's, it's, it's very important that you be encouraged, saints, and that you check, you know, uh, all of your spiritual levels. Hmm? And, you know, we take our car in to have a service and we top off the oil. You know, we top off the fluids. You know, it's getting to be wintertime now. We make sure we got plenty of windshield wiper fluid so, you know, we don't run out. Praise God. Hmm? And so we do all these things. We check all these things. We do all these natural checks because we want to make sure we got enough to make it through. Praise God to our destination or wherever we're going. Anytime we get ready to travel, we take the car and get service. We want to make sure we can make it to our destination. Praise God. And we should do the same thing spiritually hmm? by examining yourself. Hmm? Praise God. Don't worry about other people so much. Let us examine ourselves. I cannot get the moat out of your eye. I, I can't get the moat out of your eye when I got a beam in mine. Hmm? I, Elder Newsom got to get the beam out of his eye hmm? so he can see more clearly how to get the moat out of yours. Praise God. I won't let you know. And we just here to bring this topic to fruition, bring it to the forefront so we can see as a people of God that we got work to do in this part three. Now, we're going to go to Romans as we close out. We're going to Romans now. Stay with me. Don't go nowhere. We're going to Romans chapter eight. I got more scripture for you, but we we uh, we're going to go to Romans chapter eight and then we're going to close out of here. But I we said we belong to God. Hmm. I want to get Romans uh, chapter eight and uh, let's start at verse number eight, Romans eight and eight. And so we want to go there, but we need to check this inventory. Hmm? And those of you that don't have the Holy ghost hmm? and you've been baptized in water in Jesus name, and you've been baptized for years now, you need to start running because there are some things happening in our world that our world is changing and we're in the last moments of the church and we don't have a lot of time to waste. Praise God. You need to get down to business. You need to get running. You need to stop making excuses for why you can't come to church, why you can't be in prayer. You need to stop all this doing everything else you want to do. And you need to get down to business and get worried about your soul. I know, I know I'm not your pastor. I'm not, I'm not nothing to you. I'm just the man of God giving you the word of the scripture. And he says here in Romans eight. So then they that are in the flesh 
cannot please God. Hmm? Don't shoot the messenger. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you still in the flesh. Hmm? Let me get out of here. You can be in the flesh with the Holy Ghost, but the Bible tells us and admonishes us to walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Hmm? Look at this now. He says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. He's talking to a Holy Ghost filled audience and believers in the church. And also he conveys, uh, oh Lord, he conveys this other point to the audience that may need, uh, uh, oh Lord, those that are seeking God, those that are new converts that need to be born again. Look what he says here. He says, so he said, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Verse number nine, Romans eight and nine. Hmm? And he says, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Hmm? He says, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, you need to take inventory. Hmm? Did you repent of that lie you told? Oh, I got to go. I got to get out of here. Did you repent of that lie you told? Because, oh, Lord. You can't claim the Holy Ghost and you still lying. You got, oh, Lord. Huh? In Ephesians, he said, let him that stole steal no more. Hmm? So if you're lying and stealing, you, you, oh, Lord, you can't, oh, you can't be saved at the same time. You got to repent of that thing and be restored. Let me get out of here. I got to go. But he says here, but ye are not in the spirit, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. That's the million dollar question. Does the Holy Ghost reside? You take inventory. Does the Holy Ghost reside in you? That teller gave you too much money and you kept it and said it was the blessing of the Lord. Hmm? I got to get out of here. You examine. I don't think that God blesses us and injure other people. I don't have to step on other people to be blessed. Let me get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> oh lord have mercy i did not intend to go this go this deep into this and go this far but oh lord i'm not gonna apologize for the holy ghost either thank you lord glory thank you lord but let me get out of here i gotta go we do not have to step on other people and injure other people to be promoted and go higher in god hmm? god can take you where you need to go when you get low Joseph got low and God took him where he needed to go. Praise God from the pit to the palace. I got to get out of here and I won't let you know. You ain't got to step on nobody to be blessed. Let me get out of here. I got to go, but look at this. I got to finish this out. We got about five more minutes. I got to finish this out. Look at this now. Stay with me. Don't go nowhere. Five more minutes. Stay with me. He says here, he says here in, in Romans eight and nine, but you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. And part of last part of verse number nine. Now, if any man or a woman or a person, hmm, I'm not changing the scripture. I'm just letting you see he deals with it here. And he says, now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. He or she is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. You take inventory. Does sin reign in your mortal body? Glory. You got to ask. You got the answer to that. 
He says, because the body is, he said, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Have you been doing right like the Bible said? Or have you been doing right according to your own righteousness? Because in Isaiah, he says, our righteousness is as a filthy rag. Praise God. And our righteousness got to be based on scripture and not on our own knowledge puffed up and on what we have learned and done. But it's got to be according to the word of God and the grace of God that's been given unto us through the gospel of the apostles and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. It's got to be according to the word. Praise God. I got to get out of here. You, you, you got to examine it now. As we get ready to get out of here, I got some stuff for you. I want to, I wish I could get this to everybody. This, these particular uh, notes I got, I got a couple notes I wrote down. This is the final part of this series. Here's some questions. I got about, about 10, 10 things to get you to look at. Well, actually it's 16, but I'm only going to cover 10 of them. What do you believe? As you go down, check your inventory list. What do you believe? Hmm? Do you believe the Bible? Oh Lord. Oh, and I'm talking about the Bible in its entirety because some people want to omit the Old Testament. Some want to omit the New Testament. Some just only believe the red writing. Hmm? What do you believe? I believe the Bible. The entire, the whole 66 books. Praise God. Hmm? What is your personal faith statement? Hmm? Are you Jesus only? I'm Jesus only. Look at this. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be combative or nothing. I'm, I just want, we have to examine things. We have to examine where we are. And I think, you know, we have done church too much to a degree where we haven't uh, gotten down and sat down to deal with these uh, nuts and bolts. Hmm? Fundamentals. Hmm? We've gotten away from the foundation and oh Lord. Hmm? We got to stay with the principles, but we can't leave the foundation. Hmm? And it's built up on the apostles, the prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Huh? You can't omit the prophets. You can't omit the apostles and you can't omit Jesus. Otherwise you don't believe the Bible. Praise God. Because these holy men read, and spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I got to let you know. What do you believe? What is my biggest doubt in question? Hmm? What are my biggest doubts and questions? I'm sure we have some. As we take inventory, we some of us have doubts and questions. I encourage you to ask your pastor, ask your bishop, ask your leader. Pray about it. Hmm? When do I hear God's voice most clearly now? Hmm? Have you heard God's voice clearly? Hmm? Uh, have my beliefs changed over time? Have you drifted hmm? into self-reliant, into your own belief system? Hmm? And say, I'm just going to live how I want to live. I ain't going to listen to the pastor. I ain't going to listen to nobody. Hmm? I want to know. 
What shape is your faith in? Hmm? What shape is your faith and spirituality in? Hmm? What practices are you using to be spiritually nourished? Are you coming to Bible class? Do you attend Sunday school? Do you read your Bible? Do you have private devotion as well as corporate hmm? and public devotion? Do, do, you, do you have any of those on your list? Let's go down the list here. What goals, what spiritual goals hmm, would you like to implement hmm, to be more spiritually healthy? What goals? Hmm? Are you going to watch TV seven days a week and not going to crack your Bible open hmm? and see what God says to you? Hmm? Are you going to continue to be uh, 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 prayerfully uh, uh, malnourished when there's opportunity for you to pray and you won't pray? You take inventory. I know. I know this is the final one for the year. And so I got to get it all in. Stay with me. I got two. I got three more. I think I got three or four more. It says, what steps you need to take hmm, to make your goals a reality? What step do you need to take to make your spiritual goals a reality? Hmm? It starts by acting on the word of God. Hmm? It starts by taking heed to the word of God. He says in Psalms to David from in 119, he said, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed there unto the word of God. I got to let you know. What resources do I have that will help me with my goals? Jeremiah 3 and 15 says, I will give you pastors according to my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. You need a pastor. You cannot pastor yourself. I got to get out of here. Hmm? We need help from other believers. No man is an island to himself. Let me get out of here. When will I start? When will you start the journey? When will you, when you, when, when will you start pursuing those things, those spiritual things that you know you need? Oh, I got to get out of here. And once you start, when you going to reevaluate? And this is where we are today. We at reevaluation time. Hmm? Ain't no sense you going to watch service, waiting till communion start to want to get things right and repent and evaluate where you are. You need to be getting, you need to be getting on that phone right now. Praise God. And if you owe your pastor repenting before he die, before a calamity happen, before the next piece of drama break off, you need to be calling that person, whoever, wherever they are, you need to get on that phone. Oh, don't use no excuse. Well, they at work. I can't get to them. Text them and say, call me when you get off because I need to repent. I don't want to leave here. I don't want another day, another hour to go forward. And this thing is this, this cloud still hanging over my head. Praise God. You need to evaluate it. Again, these are the faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the faith in God internet TV. We want to say God bless you and happy new year to all of the people of God. I hope that we've uh, uh, done all that uh, God has put in us to do. And, uh, there is more in us to do, but we know because of the time that uh, we got to go. And so we do love you. Uh, 
our prayers are with you and your families. And we hope and pray that you will have a, um, a prosperous new year. And we hope and pray uh, that there will be spiritual increase and endowment uh, throughout your services, uh, throughout the remaining of this year into next year. And we pray that the favor of God be on your life. All right. And so keep us in your prayers. Continue to pray for me and my wife, Missionary Newsom. Pray for my dad, Willie, and my siblings. Pray for Tweety, um, Luvenia, my sister, and all of the Newsom family. Pray for us. Pray for my daughter, Gabrielle. Pray for all of her grandchildren. Let us just pray for the Newsom family. If you just call out the Newsom family name, I would appreciate that. So keep us in your prayers, saints. We love you dearly. Uh, our, our whole expectation and hope for you is that you would make the rapture. We're not here to try to sugarcoat anything and pet people, but we hear that you might have a clear path to God. Praise God, because Enoch walked with God and he was not, hmm, for God took him. And that was my word for the day. And so we want to encourage the people of God, hold to God's unchanging hand, build your hope on things eternal. And we hope to see you in the new year, Lord's willing. May God bless you, God keep you, and may the Lord watch over us all. In Jesus' name, God bless.